When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It's Pat and JT on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening, and you can text us at 402 403 9478. Before we get started, too, I wanted to just throw out there Accenture's Federal Credit Union, you have two weeks left. You've, you've made it. We made it through 2022. Aren't you proud wow. of yourselves? <laughs> amazing. Didn't think that was going to happen. They've been our partner all year long um, and have been fantastic to work with. Been on the show a few times and have their own podcast rolling. Um, and then they're wrapping up the year with some really cool ideas to help people kick off 2023. Maybe saving a little extra, little extra cash putting away, finding a way to do it. They've got accounts and certificates. If you want to just stop in, you're, you're more than welcome to do that and ask to talk to one of their experts or dig around a little bit on their website, uh, everything federally insured in CUA. CentrusFCU.org or 402-334-7000. I nail my lines every episode. Every time I try to throw it to you, nice little softball. I know. Full disclosure, <laughs> um, if the doorbell rings, I'm going to have to go get some a delivery. I have a, it's my anniversary today, and I have yeah. a stripper coming for my wife. She doesn't know. So as soon as That's they get here, she's getting nothing arrested. Nothing better than a stripper at eight in the morning. That's right. She's going to, she's getting arrested. She's been naughty. So, yeah. <laughs> so if that's why I dip out, it'll take I'm sure seconds, that'll so. be extra too, right? Before noon, <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, it's actually early bird special because nobody orders at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> you'd think you'd, you'd think that they'd be like get cutting you a deal because there's not much action in the morning. Yeah. I bet the stripper is going to look rough. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> hi Andy. Hi. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of strippers, here I am. There he is. <laughs> but no, she's. She's getting the Wednesday special. You, 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 I don't know. You more want like a Friday or Saturday type stripper. Cause if you get the Wednesday, you just don't know what you're going to get. It's such a vanilla thing to do. I'm going to get a stripper Wednesday at 8 a.m. They send like the saddest, <laughs> they send the saddest one they have. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Stripper off the back shelf that's never used. <laughs> oh, all dusty, a dusty stripper. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking way all back. Cobwebs off. Like a decade ago, <laughs> Pat, didn't you have this idea for a strip club called the Spice Cabinet? And you're no. going to have one named that's Cinnamon. So, wait, that's hilarious. I love yeah. I love when we remember things almost right. Spice Kinda. Rack. Spice Rack. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's way better, actually. Spice. A little pun. The cinnamon. You got cabinet. cinnamon. You got, uh... you got uh, paprika. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You've little, got a little, uh, little nutmeg. The new Cumin. one, the, the rookie, Annis, who we don't know what to expect from her. <laughs> well, or do you? I mean, well, maybe that's the thing. We don't know. She's new. She's just, I, I love it. Hey, guys, let's go to the cabinet tonight. I love <laughs> it. I love it. <laughs> going to the cabinet. So Pat mentioned the anniversary, but he did mention it's also his birthday today. I know. And that's what Andy, uh, glad you're on here, too. Mine was yesterday. His is today. And um, yeah, did you not know that? I didn't know either. No, I'm such a terrible friend. I don't know anyone's birthdays. I forgot <laughs> yours. I here I am talking like I knew it was Pat's birthday. He just told me like ten minutes ago. 
that's how he answers the phone on his birthday. Hi, it's my birthday. This is Pat. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> yeah. No, last night I just realized Rob Crane, remember Rob Crane? Mm-hmm. And he worked here with the Storm Chasers. And now mm-hmm. he's like, he's big league, right? And uh, his birthday is the same day as mine. And I, I saw it. All right. And I, I didn't remember that. I saw it goes through my timeline. I'm like, oh my God, Rob Crane. So I said, <laughs> I said him a note. I said, so I must really be I like the, me- I have the memory of a goldfish. I said, all the years I've known you, I see your name. And the first thing that pops in my head is, Rob and I share a birthday, and I'm sure I say that every flipping year. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, and then Dick Van Dyke is my birthday buddy. Uh, and so he turned 92 yesterday. I think it was 92. And so that's my only uh, – him and – oh, Taylor Swift, her birthday was yesterday. That's so. a big one. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> she's kind one. of. You're not. You're not claiming that in your camp. Kind of steals all the spotlight. It's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are both uh, Sagittarius, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AKA right. doormats. Doormats. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm probably the only psychic you guys know who doesn't know a darn thing about horoscopes. Just it's just not my thing. I don't know. I I know it's a Sagittarius because that's Sky's mother's sign. But beyond mm-hmm. that. I don't know. Tis the season for Sagittarius is is is, is uh, Sagittarii. Sagittarii. Terry. I don't know. Something like that. Um, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you both. And happy birthday, Pat. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, it's it's like you guys are just destined to come together in this lifetime and and do it's big weird. things. You know? Destined or doomed, we can't figure Wouldn't it out yet. Mine, <laughs> mine, mine. Line. Oh, we are destined to at least be doing this show because we was I've been in Vegas for about four days, five days, whatever. Yesterday, I, and I love Southwest, and I still do love Southwest. Um, and but I had never been in all this craziness of airline airlines getting canceled or flights getting canceled and reorganized and people shipped all over the place. I haven't experienced any of that at all with any airline. <clears throat> and, well, you haven't flown in a major snowstorm. Well, that that affected a lot of flights yesterday. Yeah. And that's exactly what affected ours, apparently. Well, but here's what I don't understand. Okay. So we get up anyway. We had a 10.05 flight that was supposed to be our, yes, 10 o'clock flight, whatever. Um, At 8.30, we got, I didn't even get a notification. Beth called me and said, your flight looks like it's been canceled. I'm like, wait, what? We were literally, I had the cases in my hand walking out of my room when she called. So everybody, it was four of us in our traveling party, everybody panicking. And we called, couldn't get on a flight. All the flights were unavailable leading out. And they said because of this, the weather or whatever. Um, and we had, so then we ended up like, well, we got to figure it out. Maybe it's because we're trying to fly in a pack of four. So I'll just split up just so we can get home. Um, but we ended up three of us getting back on the same, another flight, but it was the, it was Southwest, but they had said there were no flights available. Then all of a sudden, miraculously flights were available, but we had to go from Vegas to Burbank, Burbank to Denver, and then Denver to Omaha. Some of our party went from oh, from uh, Vegas to Phoenix, Phoenix to New Orleans, New Orleans to St. Louis. Then they find out this morning they got stuck in St. Louis. Now they're heading back to Omaha. It, just craziness. And then in Denver, when we got the, Sasha saved the day, by the way, she was on the phone with them. And I think I mean, she's intimidating and people are sometimes scared of her. And I think the Southwest person was scared of her. They couldn't even see none her. Of, none, I, right? <laughs> none of us could get on a flight. And all of a sudden we go downstairs and Sasha's like, we're booked on this flight, blah, blah, blah. We're getting home about the same time. Like money in the bank. Mm-hmm. We ended up not because of delays and the stupid scanner on the luggage was broken. So we were on the runway tarmac for like an hour, but whatever. <laughs> we got home by like 10 o'clock and we're good. That's all that matters. 
Yep. Yeah. Ultimately, as long as they, they accomplish their goal and get you where you want to go. I, it, the in-between goes away. It's kind of like childbirth, I think. It's just kind of like you forget how awful the travel was, but you made it. So <laughs> made it. <laughs> that makes me never want to go anywhere again. That just sounds like a headache. Like I'll travel to Council Bluffs and call it good. And I'll just come right back home. <laughs> I think the worst, I don't know. Denver is like, it's just like you're asking for it. I mean, you go through Denver ultimately it's just such a, and it's so massive, but it's Huge. just such a cluster and it never fails unless you're the first flight of the day. You're late. <laughs> and, I love, and I, right. And I love Southwest. I really do. And I love the personality and I love all that stuff, but there's a, time I like and a how place. you have to say that over and over well, again. <laughs> I think, I think they need to read the room a little bit when there are every flight where I'm was jam packed. Pack, mm-hmm. pack, pack. And at one point I sat between these two big, huge farmer dudes that were out there watching Creighton play. And I was, and they were the greatest guys. We had so much fun, but it was like me in the middle, like a pat sandwich in the middle. <laughs> um, but like when everybody was waiting and they had changed from one gate in Denver to another gate in Denver and everybody's like a whole pot of people with all their rolly bags going to another. And then the guy's trying to do this comedy skit up at the the thing and he was funny but if it had been another time in another place because no one laughed it's like dude we are just over like this the, the airplane people yeah like the whatever guy on the microphone like, who's, ready to go? <laughs> who's ready to go to omaha and like, we were two hours ago <laughs> everybody's throwing tomatoes at him <laughs> i remember this one speaking of travel nightmares there was this one time i was trying to get to my destination i had a layover in chicago o'hare airport my flight ended up being totally canceled. Uh, they couldn't even get me into a motel for or hotel for the night. I was literally stuck in the airport overnight. And so at the time I, I was a smoker actually. So I, I, you can't, you couldn't smoke anywhere inside the airport. Like you literally had to go outside the airport to smoke. So I go out there, I have a cigarette, I come back in. Well, little did I know when I come back in, you can't get into the actual airport area. You have to stay basically in the entryway when you come back in. Um, and so I was stuck with like nowhere to go. So I, I kind of like wedge myself between those chairs with all the armrests and I like pretzel myself in there, like contortionist <laughs> style. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try to get like an hour or two sleep. Well, I overslept, cut, woke up at like seven 30 or eight o'clock in the morning. The airport's like bustling again. Like it's <laughs> fully operational. And here I am like drooling on my, on my seat. <laughs> well, somebody thought it would be funny. I, they right next to my head was an opened package of condoms. And somebody oh. must have just like tossed them near me as like a gag gift. Thankfully, none of them are used. Oh my I think God. I was like, looked at as the condoms and I looked gift. at all the people and I'm like, well, I'm up for the day. Time to go to South Carolina. <laughs> Don't you wonder how many, how many questions were asked when they, people were walking by you? Oh, that poor guy. Oh, that lucky guy. Oh my God. Oh, lucky guy. Yeah. The airports yeah. are, they are. It's just like a, an alternative universe, I think. And spending the night in an airport after you're about 25, that's just like not a place to, I, I did it once and I was about 25 and that was, that was, I was a party. It was like, everybody, we are all stuck in the airport overnight. So we all just camped out, found a place to lay down, just, you know, and, and oh yeah. And I'm like, that would not fly today. That would not. No. no. <laughs> and not to mention who could afford it. I mean, we got, when we were in the middle of, in between two flights, we hadn't eaten all, all day. So we're like, let's grab a snack. They had a sandwich place, half of a sandwich, a bag of chips and a, uh, like a drink, whatever for both of us, like a pop, not a cocktail, a with a like a Pepsi a pop. <laughs> and a pop, and that for me, that for Sasha, it was forty two bucks, forty two dollars for two half sandwiches, chips, and drinks. It's it's ridiculous. That's, That's insane. crazy, man. That's the only. I I don't know. I don't know if it's just to keep you moving because they don't want you to loiter, <laughs> or what the, what it Maybe. is. But 
That's crazy. That is nuts. I'm glad um, you made it back in time, buddy. Exactly. Sainsies. Exactly. Sainsies. So what, what have you been up to, Andy? What's What's been keeping you busy? I mean, you got any paranormal hunts, any creatures, any, <laughs> what, what are you, what are you working on? Uh, just churning out a lot of uh, episodes of my podcast, which is called So Strange. That's been keeping me busy talking about monsters and mysteries and UFOs and all that. Um, yeah, doing a lot of psychic readings. I have an event coming up on February 7th. It's a past lives gallery reading. So there'll be an audience and uh, lucky people who are called in from the audience. I'll tell them about some of their past lifetimes, which is kind of a fascinating subject. So many people are into that. But beyond that, as far as extracurricular shenanigans, I'm pretty sure my daughter and I saw a UFO the other day. Of course you did. Who better? It's just just nonstop, which I'm I'm not complaining, but I mean, it could have been a drone, but we were out on 204th Street uh, and Maple right at that intersection by the Elkhorn Water Tower. And just, you know, I'm always trying to get a ride. I'm always trying to get a riled up. So pretty much any light in the sky that I see, I'm like, hey, Sky, check out that UFO. <clears throat> so we, we, we see this really bright light that's hovering just a few blocks away from the Elkhorn Water Tower. It's really big. It's really bright. It's red, but it's not moving and it's it's not blinking. And at first, you know, I, and again, like I did what I always do, we come to a stop at the light. I'm like, hey, Sky, check out that UFO up there. And she's like, yeah, that looks really weird. And I did a double take and I'm like, all, all joking aside, that does look really weird. It was stationary, hovering, glowing. It wasn't very tall. It was just a little taller than the water tower and maybe a couple mm-hmm. blocks away. But size wise, I mean, this thing was it, it was pretty big. Like, I'd say a little bigger than like an exercise ball, if you can imagine like a yoga ball or, or something like that. And Interesting. it was just this hovering there. And yeah. but it was dark out. It was nighttime. So I, I couldn't see anything around. And I was like, well, it's not it's not the water tower because it's clearly a few blocks away. But I was like, what if it's uh, a light fixed to, to a top of a, a tower or an antenna, you know, like one of these radio <laughs> antennas or whatnot. <clears throat> but I couldn't see. I was like, OK, we'll come back here tomorrow during the day. And most likely there, there's going to be a tower right there. We just can't see it because it's dark. Well, sure enough come back the next day there's no tower or anything like that anywhere around so i don't know whatever we saw but it didn't have wings it was capable of hovering in the same spot for several minutes it was super bright that's awesome it could have been a drone but i've seen a drone from a distance and the light is not that bright or is Um, that stationary for that long usually not um i don't know what it was but it was uh, really bizarre did you see the full moon just the other night um and there was something I don't know what, what I, I I assume there's a planet or something, but it was like a really bright little light that was not too far away from it. Yeah. Right next to the moon. Yeah. 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 And I didn't hear anybody talking what? about it. You don't know what that was. That's I don't weird. know what it was. And it was, it was just you in depth perception wise. I couldn't tell how close or far away, you know, that it is because it was teeny tiny light next to this great big bright moon, but it stayed right next to it. Yep. It was just, and every time I'd, I'd catch the moon as the night wore on, it was like, there's that light. That light still Same as when you're walking from casino to casino. You could swear <laughs> Circus Circus is right across the street. Five miles later, you're like, what the hell? Are they moving this thing? <laughs> circus Circus. Oh, my God. That's or whatever. It's, it's I, what I can think about. <laughs> that's the one hotel I would never stay at. 
because it was full of kids. It was just full of kids. <laughs> it was like that's where all it's the your, families. Your hell, hell. <laughs> yeah, right. my, got some my hell hole is what that. It was like get the heck away from circus, circus for sure. Oh, we're just now. We should be doing video right now. Are we recording video? We are. Well, we're recording video, but I'm still in my sleep shirt. But this is Addie's here. Hi, Addie. Addie's a cat, by the way. For yeah. The for people that aren't, aren't watching, Addie's a cat. Addie's not the stripper we were talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not a cat. That's a raccoon. That thing that's is right. <laughs> My gosh! Yeah. I, I just saw her go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here's another. And this is this is it's Molly. A cat, it's a cat parade. Hi, Molly. Well, you're gonna get scratched. I can see those hind those hind legs are going. <laughs> what just happened, Molly, Pat? She <laughs> dove into the Christmas tree and ran upstairs. She no. did not want to be on camera today. <laughs> You might want to you might want to grab this little clip out here. Um. Oh my gosh! You can't see cat hair all over my shirt. I will totally grab this clip out. That was a oops. good thing your shirt's red. You're probably bleeding under the under right. <laughs> Got me. Happy anniversary, babe. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy anniversary. That's your assistant handing you the uh, props on stage. That's my stage assistant. Yeah. <laughs> for for the anniversary, Pat's gonna have to get a new Christmas tree now. Oh my gosh. That was funny. Oh my God. Um, anywho, okay, so all right, so we got the UFO. That's cool. That's cool. Anything else going on? Well, you know, my my buddies and I are notorious for uh going monster, going on these monster quests, looking for Bigfoot, looking for werewolf type creatures called dogman that are heck, they're sighted all over the country more regularly than Bigfoot anymore. So I get a text yesterday from all my monster buddies. And it's, it's a picture, and he's like, hey, check out what this guy caught on a trail cam in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Now, El Elkhorn, Wisconsin is the epicenter for this dogman phenomenon. And, and if you could imagine, almost like a people are seeing by the, by the thousands, these werewolf-type creatures, seven, eight feet tall, on two legs, upper body just chiseled, just like wailing on their abs and guns all day at the gym, just <laughs> stacked, but like the head of a wolf. And people are seeing these things up close and and personal. I mean, you know, that Joe, picture is it, amazing, terrifying. Dude, um, if that's the real thing, it's either the real deal or it's a complete hoax because it's a up close. It's like this dog man sticking his face right in the trail cam. In the trail cam. Um, I was going to say I pulled up the North American dog man sighting map, which is loaded with sightings across the country. And it's really weird is like the biggest hole is you don't see there's in Nebraska, there's one in Bennington sighting, but then uh, the rest of Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, and along the Canadian border, you don't really see a lot, but otherwise it's like every other state. Utah is the only other state that's like no sightings. Um, but you just mentioned Wisconsin and there's, there's a story here on, it's a website called legends of America and it's called the beast of Bray road. And they said also known as man wolf, bear wolf and indigenous dog man six feet tall gray brown fur resembling nope. a wolf in the face yellow eyes and pointy ears muscular it looks like a furry muscular man that's exactly what of, this looks like and you know what that reminds me of? do you remember that that picture that somebody had or that video somebody had that um some guy like in australia or somewhere uh, a kangaroo attacked his dog and he he attacked the yes. kangaroo mm -hmm. and the kangaroo was jacked. Yeah. I mean, it turned around and it was like, dude, run. <laughs> I mean, all that, those kangaroos look like they look like human beings that are all rocked up with biceps. It's exactly what this picture looks like. That yeah. is insane. Okay. Yeah, kangaroo so, was like, come at me, bro. I've, yeah, right? I've been hitting the gym. It's the kettlebells. So they said that 
Others say they believe, some believe it's a werewolf. Others say it's a Bigfoot. Others unidentified. Um, but they said some researchers consider the beast of Bray Road to be identical to a kind of Wisconsin Bigfoot that the locals call the bluff monster or the Eddie. Is that like a Yeti, Eddie? I've never heard of that one. The Eddie. But, but this Bray, this stretch of Bray Road in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, it's it's where it all began because people were seeing these werewolf type creatures uh, regularly, you know, and, and they're said to they, they can run on all fours. They can run upright on two feet. Actually, a couple of years ago, my my buddies and I, uh, the, the paranormal dads, the guys I do the podcast with, we went out to the border of Arkansas and Oklahoma on that North American Dogman map, Jill. Yes. Go go right down to the border of Arkansas and Oklahoma. And Which is near- a great place to be. I'm going to tell you, I, I literally, I've been there. I've it's, been to that area. That's- we, we were near a place called Siloam Springs, and it was just peppered with dogman sightings. So we went there looking for it, and we actually went to this one particular white farmhouse uh, which is across the highway from a cemetery uh, because there had just been so many sightings there. We were trying to catch a glimpse of one of these werewolf type creatures. Uh, but a couple of the stories said at this particular house we visited years ago, there were people driving down this highway and this creature would jump, like basically do a barrel roll off the front porch of this farmhouse and chase the cars down the highway. And you could say, well, okay, it's just a guy in a suit trying to play a trick. But the thing was, this thing would pop up on and start running on two legs and it would keep pace with the cars at 55 to 60 miles an hour. So whatever it was, it wasn't human. No. And we, so we went out there looking and we didn't we didn't find anything. But you talk about creepy and eerie. But, yeah, it all started in, in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. So if this picture is is real, I mean, that's that's terrifying. Like, I would never go outside if that was if that was found out to be legit. Like, would you ever go in that area, go outside at night? Because that's off. That's scary. Right. There's there's people, I don't know, in several neighborhoods that are that are a little worried about the coyotes, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I mean, you think that's bad. Right. <laughs> you should do this. With my beer. Right. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. No, that's I'd never heard of this before. Yeah, well, it's it's weird. Neither had I till a few years ago. I caught wind of this uh, podcast called uh, Dogman Encounters Radio. And at first I thought it was a joke. Like I thought it was just make believe stories. And I was like, wow, this is pretty scary. Come to find out like it 400 some episodes later. It's a call in show where people call in with their firsthand eyewitness accounts of seeing these things. And it's like, you know, Joe Testosterone, Mr. Hunter, spent his whole life in the woods, had a run in with one of these things. And like these guys are in therapy, like they have anxiety. They don't go in the woods anymore. They don't go outside at night anymore because all because they've seen one of these creatures. Wow. Wow. And also it had a reference in this story also to um, the where is it at here? The Native Americans in that area Um that they also called it Wendigo, when when Wendigo, W E N D I G O, Wendigo, um, also has been seen in Minnesota, as well. But I didn't. I was looking up this Wendigo um, to see what the heck that turned out to be, and that is a really scary little creature. Um, is this the one you're looking at have antlers or yes, a lot of red eyes. Yeah, yes, Minnesota's North Woods, and um, there's quite a long story that goes along with that one too. But that man, I can fall into this little Legends of America website. This is kind of like a a little rabbit hole, isn't it? It's a deep rabbit hole. Link, I'll put that link in our yeah. the description. Very good. But Very it's good. not like it's not like Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf, right? This is a no. This one's not dunking a basketball. Not not on the skateboard. No, no. <laughs> Which, if you remember that. in that movie, fun fact, in the background, there's a ton of Husker posters all over the wall. 
I don't remember that, that in that movie. There is. Was it the director was from here or something mm-hmm. like that? Somebody okay. like said the director or producer was from Nebraska. So they, yeah, wow. they put Husker stuff all over. Inside. I think it was inside the kitchen and like the living room and office of his house. But the story, I think, took place in like Ohio or something, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't randomly. Know. But Not it was Nebraska. shot in California because if you look at the scene of Teen Wolf surfing on top of the van, like there's palm trees in the background. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> Where was know. that done? That was in 85. Holy crap. Oh my God. Think about that. I, okay. Here's just a real quick story for you. Just to, to end it on a high note guys. All right. So 85, that's when that movie came out. So that would be how many years ago from now? 40 years ago, 40 almost? years ago. Good Lord. Right. So in 1985, how many times were you talking about something that happened in 1945 or 1950? Never, ever, ever. Right. Same, same amount of time, 40 years back, 40 years forward. Ooh, that's That'll twist your brain a little bit. Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago, and on a similar note, Jill, a couple years ago, I read something that said uh, when the 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 year that Jurassic Park was released in movie theaters is closer to the moon landing than present day. To now. And I thought we were ending this on a high note. These are not high notes. <laughs> so you're saying happy birthday to you, or do you want to throw your cat in the Christmas tree again? Or like... <laughs> How should we lift the moon? Party. Molly in the Christmas tree again. Do you want no. to get Annie sap there? I don't know. Oh, no. Does <laughs> want to do something? Or does she bring Kuman with her? Oh, no. Kuman's in the car. Okay. Here they are. Andy, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Hey, thanks. I never know what we're going to end up talking about on here. It gets wild. I think we nope. covered all the bases. But yeah, from, thanks for having me on from again, From strippers guys. to dogmen to throwing cats in Christmas trees, man, it's it's been one. There you go. And a happy new year. And a happy new year. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.